0: Faith, family, wrestling. This is Wrestling for the Faith. Wrestling for the Faith. And now, here's your host, Casey Cage. Hello everyone, welcome to Wrestling for the Faith. I'm your host, Casey Cage. Thank you for listening to this episode with us today. I am joined by my good friend, the coach. Coach, how you doing?
1: I'm doing good, man.
0: It's good to have you back. Hey, it's good to be back. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I meant to uh mention the last time that you were on. Uh people may as well get used to your voice uh because Yeah. Because yeah. you'll probably be a regular <laughs> uh a regular guest on the Wrestling for the Faith podcast. Well, uh,
1: I hope so, yeah.
0: well we do we do ministry work together we do a lot of bible studies together and you know we're just uh close friends our families are close so um we're around each other a lot so um but uh yeah it's good to have you back on and you you were telling me the other day that you had a you were told that you had a voice for radio well are you sure no. That they didn't say a face for radio. You said I had a face for oh. radio.
1: <laughs> Y'all catch that in a little while.
0: Have a face for radio. Yeah,
1: my mom always told me, boy, you got a face for radio. <laughs> okay.
0: Wow, that was, that was sweet of her. <laughs> oh, yeah. My mama loves me. All right. Well, it is Resurrection Weekend. Uh, and so we thought that with this episode... Uh, Our primary focus could be the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. Um, That's what this weekend, this Easter season stands for. I know, you know, um, a lot of people, it's all about the bunny and it's all about the eggs. Yeah. um, And the the fun kid stuff. But uh, we really need to know and understand where this celebration actually come from and what it actually means yes sir so i'm going to begin uh, reading in john chapter 19 uh verses 28 through 30 says after this jesus knowing that all things were now accomplished that the scripture might be fulfilled said i thirst now a vessel Full of sour wine was sitting there, and they filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on hyssop, and put it in his mouth, or put it to his mouth. So when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said it is finished. And bowing his head he gave up his spirit. And that's been that's been really on me the last few days. Uh, It is finished. That is really the three most powerful words that have ever been spoken. Yes, yes. Uh, We don't understand everything that Jesus did for us on the cross. Um, There's so much that we will not know and completely understand on this side of heaven. Right. But man... Just the, just the thought of, I know who I used to be. I know the road that I uh, used to be on. I know um, the person inside and out that I used to be. And for the sacrifice of Jesus to take away all of my sin, yeah, to free me from a debt that I could not pay that's just that's just amazing and that's that's very praiseworthy
1: I agree just to free us from everything that we've done yeah I mean that's that's his amazing grace it I is mean, and we talk about this you know who we used to be and who we are now and man I, But God, that's all I can say. Man, right. it's what He did on the cross for us. I, I definitely wouldn't be sitting here right now, you know. If it wasn't for Him,
0: that's the truth. And you know, we need an understanding too. Uh, we talk a lot about the message of the cross. The message of the cross is not just Jesus dying. It is death, burial, and resurrection. Yes, it's everything of who Jesus is and what He has done. Um, You know, He He died for us. He He was buried, and He was resurrected for us. And the cross. There's so much more than just Jesus died for me. Yes, that's the that's the main element of salvation you know, understanding that. But he did not just die in your place. He he did not just die, um, you know, so that you could try by your own willpower to live a good religious life. No, he, what he did on the cross allowed the Holy Spirit to come and live inside every born again believer. And now the Holy Spirit, He leads us and guides us. It's not a it's not a thing of we're trying to do this by our own willpower. Right. This is Jesus died so that he could live in and through us. We quote it all the time. Galatians chapter two. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh I am crucified with Christ. Yes. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Yes. It is Jesus working in us. The Holy Spirit living in and working in and through us. He's cleaning us up from the inside out. He's changing our desires he's 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 pointing us in a different direction he's not given us a list of rules and religion to follow its he has he has paid it all everything all of our sin debt anxiety fear depression sickness disease everything he overcame it on the cross and he said it is finished wow it is finished you know this is it's not just
1: I think as Christians we talk about this all the time we try to we make it more complicated than it really needs to be you know but it's 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 an onward thing it's just us he died for us. But he didn't intend for us to stay the way we were. Exactly. You know, once we give our life to Christ, our life needs to imitate his. Mm-hmm. So, if we're not, if we're still in a standstill, like, you know, we used to do this, we used to do that, and we, still, we still go back to this, or we go back to that. If we're not moving forward in him, then what's the point? I mean, we're still, he doesn't want us to be stagnant. Well, there's in that place, a, right? You know, and so many Christians are in this place. Well, sinners saved by grace. I'm, I'm good. Man, there's more to. It's more than just that. Yeah, you much know, more, much more. Much. You said, "Crucify daily, pick up your cross daily, and follow me." Right. You must crucify yourself. He's talking about your desires. Yeah. The things you used to want, the things you used to. Man, I don't want that stuff anymore. Right. This, this is what I want. I want more, more and of Jesus. I tell people I want more of Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I'm saved. I've been a Christian. I got saved when I was 24, but man, there's still so much more daily. He's showing me, mm-hmm. as he as he does you, as he should every Christian. But we have to seek that as well. Right. You know, he's a gentleman. He's not just gonna make us or pull us and make us do it. Right. Man, we want to.
0: We need to be committed. He he's never gonna force you to right. do anything. Right. That's uh we were doing a Bible study the other night, and that was one of the things that we were that we were talking about. you know in Hebrews, it says that he is a rewarder of mm-hmm. those who diligently seek him, yeah and as we as we talk about all the time, having that time with the Lord on a daily basis is so important, and some people try to make a law out of it yeah some people try to say, Well, you know i gotta read so many chapters i gotta i gotta pray for so long right you know but it's not it's not about that it's just about it it's about reading the word and it's about just talking to your heavenly Father just like you would just like you just like me and you are talking right now that's it man and
1: I used to be so hard on myself trying to get the right words, trying to say the right Trying to have the eloquent words that I hear people, you know, they're praying to, or they're praying, and you're trying to make it perfect and trying to say exactly what you think you need to say, but it's just like you and I talking, man.
0: And you got to pray in King James, too. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's like, and I used to be so hard on myself, man. Just, please just talk to me. Right. You and I are talking. You know? It don't have to be fancy. It don't have to be, you know, some almighty prayer that, you know, and, and that's something he's really taught me over the years. Mm-hmm. Man, just come to me. Talk to me. Right. I know your heart already. Just talk to me.
0: Right. You know? Well, and that's the thing about prayer. Prayer is, you know, some people say, well, what's the use in in oh, praying yeah. if God already knows what yeah. I have need of? Yeah. Prayer is not necessarily telling God anything new, but it's lining you up with His will. Right. It's it's getting you on the same page with God. That's what it's all about. It's not it's not about well you know He knows everything, so why should I tell Him? Right. No, it's about it's about you humbling yourself and you submitting to His will and and seeking Him. That's that's what it's all about, and this is one of those things that was accomplished on the cross. Yeah. You know, before, uh, before the cross, the believers under the old covenant, they, they would have at points, you know, the Holy Spirit come upon them to perform a work, but he did not live in them constantly. Now through what Jesus did we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us 24/7. Mm-hmm. He's not going away. He's there to 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 teach us, to lead us and to guide us constantly. If we will just if we will just submit to that still small voice and and listen and move in his direction. That's that's what it's all about. It, it's not it's not about doing religious works. Uh, you know, if you're truly saved, then yes, you will you will have good works. You know, James talks about it. Uh, he says, "You you say you have faith, but you have no works." He says, you show me your faith without your works, and I'll show you my faith by my works. And he's not saying, you know, hey, I do this in order to be saved. He's saying, because I'm saved, this is what I do. Uh,
1: Yes, that's it.
0: Because I am in love with my Savior, Jesus, this is the life I live. This is the desires that I have. I'm not... I'm not trying to be some big religious showman. This is, this is who I am because of the Holy Spirit who lives inside of me now. He's changed my desires. Yes, he's, he's set me on a new path. I'm not the same person that I used to be. All thanks to who Jesus is and what he did. That's the that's so powerful. It is finished. What's finished? Anything, anything that would be a problem in your life. It, it's, and and for for us to to really go back and I mean it would take uh, probably hours. But you look through the old covenant, the whole the sacrificial system. Every time that that they would go to the temple. And they would sacrifice a lamb or a turtle dove or or whatever they were sacrificing. Every time, it was representative of what Jesus would come and do. Mm -hmm. It was a shadow. It was pointing people to the perfect spotless lamb who would come and die for all of our sins once for all that's what everything in the old covenant was pointing to and so all of this stuff led up to Jesus coming and he he lived see those those uh animals that were sacrificed under the old covenant they you know when they would skin them out if there was a bruise or or a, any kind of a blemish yeah they were not accepted right they had to be perfect and and it was the key was if the if the offering was accepted then the offerer was accepted so if if my lamb that i brought to the altar checked out and and it was it was without blemish, yeah. then it was accepted by God. But if my lamb had a blemish, it was not accepted. Wow. Therefore, I was not accepted. My sacrifice was not accepted. But thanks to Jesus, He came. And he, he did what none of us could ever do. From birth all the way until his crucifixion, he lived a perfect life, keeping God's law perfectly, never failing in word, thought, or deed. He never sinned. He kept the law perfectly. And then he went to the cross as our perfect spotless lamb and now our faith in him and his finished work yes thank you lord so he
1: went to the cross he wasn't forced to go
0: he went on his own willingly right he you know there was that there was the time where he prayed you know it's recorded yeah. that 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 he prayed and and said father let this cup pass from me but the key he said but not my will be done but your will your will be done and if, if he would have if he would have never went to the cross then nothing else even though everything he did in his life the miracles, the raising the dead the the open the blinded eyes, all of that, uh, and even the law keeping. Yeah. If he had not went to the cross, then none of that would have mattered. Wow. He had to go, he had to be perfect and then go and be the sacrifice, the perfect spotless lamb, the blood sacrifice. And now, through his finished work, when we accept Jesus, when we say, that's my Lord, that's my Savior, when we accept Jesus Christ, then we are accepted by God because the sacrifice was accepted by right. God.
1: Thank you, Lord.
0: <laughs> Praise the Lord. So are we as Christians, are we perfect? No.
1: So is that an excuse for us to just to stay where we're at?
0: Absolutely not.
1: <laughs> no, sir. That's right.
0: We right. we are not perfect, and we will not be perfect until we are face to face with Jesus.
1: Yeah. But that's no excuse. And hey, I've been there. I used to use that excuse. I, I'm saved by grace. I'm good. I can still dabble in this a little bit. I can still, you know, my desires over here a little bit. No.
0: And you guess, shouldn't want to. No. If you're truly exactly saved, right. you should feel. Yeah, it's totally changed. And, it, and it's not saying that you'll never have temptation. Right. I mean, we all are tempted. Right. Uh, but it's not saying that you will not have temptation, but the temptation is not the sin. Right. Giving in to the temptation the is the sin. Because we know Jesus was tempted. Exactly. Right. But he didn't give in. Right. And that's, that's the key. It's not saying that we won't be tempted with former desires right. or, you know, the pleasures of this life and, and things of that nature. It's not saying that the born-again believer is never tempted and is free from all. You know, there's some who teach that, and, oh, bless God, whenever, you, you know, whenever you're saved, you know, you never have uh, any problems, and you got all the money you'll ever need and all this other yes. stuff, but um, yeah. my advice to them is to really go get saved. Because I mean, I believe we actually talked about it on the last episode you were here. Uh, when you truly get saved, the enemy, the enemy sets his sights on you. he does he does but but the thing is, no, we're not perfect, and we won't be perfect, but uh that's never an excuse to lay down in a lifestyle of sin. It's never an excuse to lay down and say, well, uh this is just this is just the way I am and it's never gonna change. That's where most that's where most have a misunderstanding of the cross. See the the cross for for us we need to understand that it's not a lot of people try to live They'll, they'll say, okay, I'm saved by faith in who Jesus is and what he did. And then I'm sanctified by what I do, mm-hmm. sanctified by my works. So a lot of times people will, they will give their hearts and lives to the Lord and then they will, they will go trying to live a good religious life but they're trying to do it through their own willpower not by the power of the holy spirit they're they're getting involved in ministry or or different things that the lord has not called them to yes it it's fine if the lord's called them to it but they're trying to do things to earn brownie points with god and all they're doing is burning themselves out and then a lot of times they end up falling away because they feel like uh you know they're doing all this and it's it's not accomplishing anything they they feel like they're working so hard and they get burned out and they drift away from the lord when we were never meant to do it by our own power we were meant to do it by the leadership and the power of the holy spirit who lives inside of us
1: yeah you know I can only speak for myself from my experiences and that's one of the excuses I used to use. I had a lot of excuses that I used to use. I ain't hurt nobody. <laughs> that's just the way I am. I'm always going to struggle with this. It's just it's just part of who I'm going to be. Right. No, that's not. When he says it is finished, mm-hmm. it's finished. And so I would use that excuse. It didn't matter what it was. I ain't hurt nobody or, you know. That's just who I am. That's always gonna. I'm always. That's always gonna be the thorn in my side, you know what? Whatever. But you're hurting yourself. You're, you're hurting yourself when you walk with Jesus. Mm-hmm. We talk about it's Christ in us now. That's who. That's who we are. It's not who we, who we used to be. It's who we are now because Christ, when He did for us, right. As so I've heard, I've used all the excuses. We talk about. I've said them to myself and my mind you know in my heart I ain't hurt nobody ain't ain't nobody knows God knows
0: exactly what's done in secret will be brought to the light Uh, that's that's very important yeah that's very important and so what I learned is
1: and man I say it all the time the closer I get to him the closer I get in his word the more I talk to him with the more I pray the more he shows me who I am Mm mm-hmm in him and it's what he did
0: That's what he did. He died so we can live. Exactly. And I I want to say this on on prayer too. There's a lot of times, and and we've both been there, and, and I'm sure most every Christian, there's a lot of times when you will pray, you will read, and sometimes days or even months will go by Where you feel like you're not getting anything.
1: Yeah. No doubt.
0: You're you feel like maybe you're not feeling the presence of the Lord. You know, I know it was very hard for me whenever I first gave my life to Jesus um and I was so on fire. And I mean I just went for like months with I mean every time I would open up the word it was like a, a, a glowing supernatural light yeah. on every verse. It's was like, yeah. you know, just giving, just giving these, uh, you know, the Lord revealing the word to me. And I mean, I was just soaking it up like a sponge. It was just so awesome. And then I come to a place where I would read and I felt like I wasn't getting anything out of it.
1: Yeah.
0: I wasn't feeling the, the chill bumps I wasn't feeling I, I wasn't having the tears I wasn't I wasn't feeling the the overwhelming presence of the Lord every time I would pray and every time I would read and that got frustrating it, it got I was overwhelmed I didn't know what Lord what's going on here right. what What did I do and then I started focusing on myself Lord, what's wrong with me? What what am I doing wrong? What what did I do? Yeah. And the thing that I want everybody to understand is you may not feel that overwhelming presence. You may not feel like you get a, an amazing revelation every time you know you read the word. Mm. But keep pursuing. Keep seeking keep going and and so many times things that I have read uh that I felt like I was getting nothing from, I would be talking to somebody sharing Jesus with them, yeah, and they're you know we're just in conversation, maybe they're telling me about a problem or a struggle they're going through, and just boom scriptures will come to my mind that when I read them, I felt like yeah. I wasn't understanding them or I wasn't getting anything out of it. But the Lord brought it back for a, a certain time and a certain purpose. So as far as prayer and, and reading the Bible, don't put a law on it. Right? Don't say I got to do so many chapters or so many verses or, or uh, pray for so many uh, hours or whatever. Just Just spend time with the Lord. Let Him lead you. Let the Holy Spirit lead you in this area. And those times where you feel like you're not getting anything from the Word or you're not getting anything from prayer, keep pressing on. Keep pressing forward. Don't don't just give up because I promise you, uh, whether you feel like you're getting anything out of it or not, the Lord is hiding those words in your heart, and He's got a special purpose for them. Yes. Let's, uh, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. All right, so Jesus goes to the cross. He, he says it is finished, and he gives up his spirit and dies. And then they take him down. They put him in the tomb, and he's there for three days. He's buried for three days and during this time um the bible talks about him leading captivity captive mm-hmm. and that's that's another thing that a lot of people uh don't understand is they could not go straight to heaven you know now uh we see in uh second corinthians 5 uh Verses seven and eight says, for we walk by faith and not by sight. We are confident. Yes. Well, pleased rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Mm -hmm. But at that time, those believers under the old covenant, because the sin debt had not been paid. Uh, they were in this place called paradise or Abraham's bosom. Um, they could not go straight into the presence of God. Yeah. So during this time, uh, you know, those from my understanding, those uh, old saints, they are led to heaven. And then it talks about Jesus preaching to the, the angels, uh, the fallen angels that are in captivity. So he's there for three days uh, he's buried for three days, and this is a representative. Uh, this is a representation of our old person being buried. Right. Right. All of who we used to be, our old sins, our old desires, our old. The old man is dead, as Romans chapter six talks about. Um. So, we are we are when we come to jesus when we accept him as our lord and savior in god's eyes we we died with jesus yeah we were buried with jesus and resurrected with jesus to walk in a in a newness of life let me flip over here to romans chapter six um and this is one of the things that we were talking about a minute ago. Romans chapter 6 says, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Mm. Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death. This is not speaking of water baptism. This is speaking of being baptized into the body of Christ. That's a supernatural act that happens the moment that you uh, come to salvation. You have become in God's eyes spiritually, you've become part of the body of Christ. Yeah. You took place in his death, burial, and then resurrection. Um, Chapter 6 and verse 4, Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, Certainly, we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. Yes. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. This is not talking about physical death. Talking about spiritual death. You have... Died when when you come to Jesus, when you accept Him as Lord and Savior, then your old man dies. Yes, the old man who was in bondage to sin, who was, who was, who who could not live without uh, sin, that old man is dead. So if you've died, you're free from sin. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Verse 8, now if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all but the life that he lives, he lives to God. Yes. Likewise, also reckon yourselves to be dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in its lust. And do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. Verse 14. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace.
1: Thank you, Lord.
0: That's some... That's, um, that Romans chapter 6 explains mm-hmm. what happened. It explains uh, a, a big part of, of the cross, of what Jesus did in his death, burial, and resurrection. And then by our, when we place our faith in who Jesus is and his finished work, then that's how God sees us. Yeah. He sees the old man is dead. He was buried, and a new man was resurrected. Now we have a new life now we have new desires now we walk in a new on a new path and in a new way yes
1: thank you lord
0: the uh scriptures you were uh mentioning just a minute ago uh second Corinthians chapter four uh beginning at verse sixteen says Therefore we do not lose heart, even though our our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Hmm. We're, being, we're being renewed. This, this resurrection life that Jesus has provided for us, we are daily being renewed. Yes. Daily being changed. By the power of the Holy Spirit.
1: Yes. Thank you, Lord. You know, we was talking before we come back on. It's just, you know, man sees the outward appearance. Mm-hmm. But he's talking about here the inward, our spirituals, our our growth. Are we growing? Are we moving forward? Are we staying in the same place we've we been for the last 10 years as Christians or whatnot? Right it's a daily it's a daily moving you know Uh, I just wonder how many Christians are just stuck I mean I've been there Mm -hmm. you know we've all been there in that place of just man you you know you talked about earlier you feel like you're praying and nothing's happening or you feel like he's not there but he is there and, and spiritually we're moving forward we may not we may not see it right at that moment right but he's there he's working on us because you know we're still we're still in the word daily we're still praying even though we're not really hearing from him we feel like we're not seeing anything or you know whatever but he's doing a work but on he's the inside the, inside he's doing a work you know and I just wonder man how I mean my prayers for everybody just to not to be stuck in that, just the same old, same old routine that you're in, or what, whatever, it, whatever it is. Man, the Lord's doing a work. If you're saved, He's doing a work. Yeah. And it's it's a daily work. And it's going to be until we until we see Him face to face. Yeah. You know. Uh. That spirit, His spirit lives in us.
0: Right. And he who begun a good work yeah. in us is faithful, and he yeah. will finish it. Yeah.
1: And he talks about it's finished. You, know, you see, I just picture this this whiteboard with a list of all my sins on it. hmm And he just wipes it away. Thank you, Lord. He just gave his life for me, so he just wipes it. He, it's clean. Completely clean. Everything sleep. that I ever did, all the struggles that I had, struggle with uh, pornography, struggle with drinking, alcohol, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. He just wiped it away. Willingly gave his life for us. Wasn't forced to. He willingly went to the cross. Right. Because he loved us that much.
0: Me, you. Yeah. Man, it's just... It's just amazing. To give us the freedom from the dominion of sin. And that's what a lot of people can't... it's what a lot of people don't wrap their head around is... Uh, you know... A lot of people think, well, Jesus died to free me from the penalty of sin, which is hell. Yeah. Okay. And that's true. Yeah. But he also died, as we just read in Romans chapter 6, to free us from the power of sin. Yes. Sin, Sin does not have to have dominion in our life. It does not have to dominate us. And if we're truly born again, it should not. We should have a desire to live a life pleasing to God. Are we Are we back to what we was talking about a minute ago? Are we going to always be perfect? Are we always going to hit the bullseye? No. But our desire should be to live a holy and righteous life, a life that is pleasing uh, and a life that glorifies God. That should be every true believer's desire. Yes. I'm just so thankful, man, that,
1: that that sin has no power over me anymore. Yeah. All the things that I used to do, all the desires I used to have, man. It just you just get caught in that and he's like, Man, you try to get out of it yourself. You right. know. I can do this, I can do this, I got this, I got it, I can do it. You might be able to do it for a few days, you might go a couple weeks. But man, you can't do it without him. Exactly. Until you realize, hey, I got to give this to Jesus. He's already took it. Mm-hmm. You gotta give it to him. Yeah. You gotta lay that stuff down, man. You know? I'm so thankful that stuff doesn't have the power. Sin has it doesn't have that power over us anymore. Right. You know.
0: And that's a key that a lot of people that a lot of people miss. When we get in a, uh, when we get into problems,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or maybe a wilderness, or a, a, some call it a dry spell, or we get into, well, you know, we get entangled in sin, uh, and we try to overcome it ourselves. Yeah. We can't do it. We can't. We have to place our faith exclusively. In Jesus' finished work. That's... If if we could have done anything to save and sanctify ourselves. If we could have done anything to overcome sin. To free us. Free ourselves from sin. Then Jesus wouldn't have had to die. But we could not do it. So he did it. And that's the key that we need to always understand and and sometimes you know we fall short mm-hmm. but we always need to understand that it's Jesus who paid the price it's his finished work that saves me and sanctifies me yes. it's his finished work that that allows me to live this new resurrection life his finished work that overcame every sin that I would ever struggle with, be it pornography or anxiety, fear, depression, yeah. uh lust or uh drugs, alcohol, or whatever, anger, whatever it is, Jesus already paid the price. Jesus already paid for it. Yeah. That's where our faith needs to be maintained. Not in our works. Not in, okay, I if I read so many chapters then that's going to help me overcome this sin. Oh, yeah. If I fast so many days, that's going to help me overcome this sin. It's not. Those things are good. If I say this verse over and over, it's going
1: to help me overcome this sin.
0: It's not. It's not because you're trusting in what you can do. Yeah. That's you. Yeah, that's you trying
1: to do it. Instead let him do it. Exactly. And he's already done it. We just we just make it complicated
0: right <laughs> that's i mean that's 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 the honest truth we get in the way mm-hmm. of God a lot of times um we frustrate the grace of God a lot of yeah. times he's trying to work in us he's trying to perfect us he's trying to to uh to Pull us through a struggle, but when we are trying to accomplish it ourselves instead of trusting in him, mm-hmm. then we're getting in his way yeah and so this 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 whole thing needs to be understood Jesus' death burial, and resurrection it, it's not just I mean, as important as it is, Jesus died for me. Yes. 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 He died to, to take your place, uh, to pay the sin debt. And even if we would have said, okay, God, I'll go to the cross, it wouldn't have done any good. Hmm. We were not perfect. Right. We were not spotless. It had to be Him had to be Jesus who kept the law perfectly his whole life and then went as the perfect spotless lamb of God to be sacrificed. If we would have went as the sacrifice, it would have, we would have just been another, uh, another dead guy hanging on a cross. Mm-hmm. It was not, it's not about us taking a punishment. It's about Jesus being the sacrifice for us. And now empowering us to live a righteous and holy life. That's why our faith needs to be anchored in his finished work. Yeah. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, uh, beginning at verse 54. Man, these these are some very powerful verses here. Uh, So when this corruptible has put on incorruption... And this mortal has put on immortality. Then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written death is swallowed up in victory. O oh, death, where is your sting? Yeah. O oh, hell, where is your victory? Thank you, Lord. The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us victory through our lord jesus christ therefore my brethren be steadfast immovable always abounding in the work of the lord knowing that your labor is not in vain in the lord o oh, death where is your sting o oh, hades where is your victory <laughs> there is there is no more sting of death there is no more there is no more Victory for hell. Jesus gave us the victory. And that's what this resurrection weekend, that's what this Easter season is all about. His resurrection is our resurrection. That's right.
1: Amen. Thank you, Lord.
0: What he did guarantees guarantees that that one day, even if we do... Die physically on this earth. You know, unless the Lord comes back, we're all going to face physical death. Yeah. But we would just we would just be closing our eyes here and opening our eyes face to face with Jesus. So there's no more sting. There's no more there's no more victory in death. Jesus defeated that. He overcame death, hell and the grave. So we no longer have to fear that. Right. But if if we uh if we die physically here on earth, the Bible is clear that we will be resurrected. Mm-hmm. So his resurrection is our resurrection. Amen. And it's all in what Jesus did for us. His death, burial, and resurrection. It's all tied up in who Jesus is. His whole life and everything that he did for us and for the glory of the Father. So that, so that we could be born again. So that we could be called children of God. Yes. And so, that we could live lives that glorify God. That's right. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. You got anything else before we wrap this one up?
1: I just want to leave them with somebody. You know, as Christians, we're going through something and we come out of something and we're going to go through other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, amen. But man, where's our faith at? Is, it in, is our faith in Jesus and the cross and his finished work, or is it in something else that's in ourselves? Mm-hmm. You know, which I think a lot of people, you know, we talk about, I can do this, I can do this. No, you can't do this. Jesus did it. Think about this. Let's make it simple. Why would a man, perfect, Jesus was perfect, right? Maybe, yeah. Spotless lamb. Why would he give his life for you or me? For us to stay the way we used to be? He didn't. He didn't. It had been pointless. And the Bible's clear. And it's clear. We just read. We just went through it. So why? Why would you want to stay in that same old man, that same that same sin that's had you bound down for years or the same situation that's had you bound down? You know, why? I'm going to go through something and coming out of something... Or whatever, but what's your faith in for the listeners that are what's your faith in? Is it in Jesus and his finished word? His finished word, finished on the cross. He
0: said it. it is finished, yeah. Wow, and the resurrection was the receipt from yeah. God, yeah. saying paid in full, paid in full. Praise the Lord. How, how I mean. The amazing, you know, there's so many out there. I've done bad things, yeah, and and there's so many out there who who have who have lived horrible lives and done horrible yeah. things. And if you will give your heart and life to Jesus, it's all wiped away. All wiped away. Don't matter who you are, murderer, drunkard, drug addict, rapist. No matter who you are. Don't mean you just claim to believe and then continue right. living that lifestyle. No. Yeah. Second Corinthians five seventeen. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Yeah. Old things have passed away and everything has become new. Yeah.
1: What's not to... It's simple. You're... Just,
0: I mean, we just... You just said it. You are a new creation. Yeah not not meaning that you'll never uh make a mistake right. again yeah. but if you if you have said a prayer or go to church or whatever but you do not you do not have the desire on the inside of you to be different yeah. if you don't have a desire to live a life that glorifies God, if you don't have a desire to turn away from your sinful lifestyle if you don't have a desire to pursue God. There's a big problem and you need to examine your salvation. There's, There's nowhere in the Bible that it even hints at a person can be saved and never changed it says you become a new creation you're changed not perfect on this side of heaven but the Holy Spirit will be pulling and tugging at you to grow closer and closer to Jesus every day you're not going to be perfect but you're going to have that desire to clean to, to allow the Holy Spirit to clean your life up If you don't, there's a problem. And that's where, you know, Paul said it. uh, He said, examine yourself to see whether you're in the faith or not. There's no shame in examining yourself. No. I know people. I was one of them. I, I said a prayer at 14 and thought that I was saved. But... I never truly had that desire to become a new creation when I was twenty six and I gave my life to the Lord. I was changed yeah i had I had new desires, you know but there's there's so many people I've known pastors, ministry leaders uh, uh Sunday school teachers who had been teaching and and preaching in the church for years. And then one day, they had a radical encounter with the Lord and realized that they were never truly saved before.
1: They were just working.
0: Yeah. And I want to say to people, there's no shame in examining yourself. No. The only one that you're hurting is you. Yeah. Because when you stand face to face with God... He's not going to say, "Well, did you preach this many sermons uh, did you take care of this many children in children's church yeah. did you uh, Did you feed all of these needy people? Did you uh, give uh, this much in your tithes and offerings did you uh, Did you follow Brandon?" or Casey or Jimmy Swaggart or Joel Osteen or Perry Stone or Michael Brown or any did you did you follow these preachers no he he's going to say did you put your trust in Jesus yeah did you know Jesus personally it's not about it as as good as going to church is, as good as reading your Bible and prayer, all of these things are necessary in the life of the believer. But those things do not save you. When you're truly saved, you will have a desire to be around other believers. You'll have a desire to get in the Word of God. You'll have a desire to pray. But you're not doing those things in order to try to be accepted by God, right. you're doing them because you are accepted. There's a big difference. There's a big difference. And, and, and this was all provided for us by who Jesus is and what he did for us. Yeah. He finished it. All we have to do is trust him. All we have to do is place our faith in his finished work. That's it. I mean, it's
1: that simple.
0: <laughs> it is. By faith,
1: man.
0: It is. And we don't need to, you know, like you were talking about a minute ago, we complicate it. Too many times we complicate we everything. Do, man. We don't need to complicate it. We try to. It's referred to as the simplicity of the gospel. Yes. The gospel's simple, and uh, uh, Lauren Larson says this all the time, and I love it. The simplest prayer, but one of the most powerful prayers, is, "Lord, I can't. You can. Yeah. Help.
1: That's
0: it. You know, we we've got to come to the end of ourselves. We've got to understand." that there's nothing that we could do. But Jesus has already paid it all. It is finished. He he has he has provided a clean slate for us if we will just accept him and trust in his finished work. Yeah. Got anything else? if I could just say
1: man for people to stop listening to the lies of the enemy yeah quit listening to the devil quit listening to the world the lies of the enemy and put your faith in Jesus and what he did on the cross faith just believe mm-hmm. man he loves you and we love you
0: amen it is finished. finished happy resurrection day everyone god bless you for all wrestling for the faith updates follow
1: casey on facebook and on twitter at real casey cage
0: thank you for listening to another episode of wrestling for the faith with casey cage